So if we paid attention to the collect or the opening prayer of the Mass, we'll have heard that there was a theme of spiritual warfare, that this period of Lent, these 40 days, is a time of doing battle with the evil one, with the flesh, with the world. And so in the Gospel, we hear what the three main weapons are, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Doing all three of these are the primary weapons during this journey, this spiritual battle of Lent. But where do these things derive their power? Where do they gain their ability to be spiritually efficacious? And I'm going to propose that, as good as they may be in themselves, there's got to be something deeper an energy source that animates them to make them spiritually potent. And those are two words, probably two of the most important words in the spiritual life, and those are also two of the words that are the most difficult for us to say, and those words are, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As an expression of repentance from sin, Lent is a time of repenting from sin, and so we do these things as an expression of our own sorrow, that we have sinned, that we have failed, that we have hurt God and neighbor. And so quite often we need to say, I'm sorry, as we do at the beginning of every Mass, as we're going to do by putting ashes on our head, a sign of repentance, but also sorrow to those, our family and friends, who we have hurt either intentionally or sometimes unintentionally. Why are these words so powerful? Why is expressing repentance from sin, to say I'm sorry, so important? Because every time you do it, every time I do it, saying I'm sorry, we are admitting to ourselves, to God and to others, that we're not perfect that we've sinned, that we've failed, that we're weak, that ultimately that we're not God. And as a result of acknowledging that we're just creatures, fallen creatures, and that God is God, we also acknowledge that we're not in control of our lives, of the world, of our destiny. Ultimately, to say that we're sorry and admit that we're not God is an expression of humility. The word humility comes from that Latin word, humus, which means the earth. We're acknowledging that we come from the earth and unto the dirt we're going to return. We're acknowledging that we are simply creatures. But this humility is not one that the Lord wants or is good for our spiritual life because God wants to grind us into the dirt to show us what wretched sinners we are. No, it's exactly the opposite. And somehow by saying we're sorry, by repenting, by growing in humility, we open the space in our hearts and in our lives to receive God's grace, freely given, to receive his merciful love, because it's primarily there in the cracks where things break down, where we realize that we're not God. That the facade that we put up, the walls that we put up, break down, can his grace enter? Can his mercy enter into our lives? And that we can find forgiveness, whether it be from God or be from other people too. We've got to have those cracks, 
those expressions of humility. But it's not easy for myself or for anyone to admit that we've sinned, that we've failed, that we've hurt God or that we've hurt others. Our ego kicks against it. We don't like to admit it to ourselves and we really don't like to admit it to others. Why? Because of the guilt, because of the shame of being exposed for what we've done, particularly in front of a loved one, how we may have hurt them. It makes us uncomfortable and we want to hide. But the truth is we need to be able to say I'm sorry in order to really be open to the Lord's grace and his mercy. We need to get over ourselves. We need to tear down the walls as painful as it may be. And I want to sort of share an insight that I read in a book a few weeks back that I think is a pretty good one for the beginning of Lent. It's from this religious sister in England, Sister Maria Bolding. She's a Benedictine. I had never really heard of her before. And she writes a lot about conversion. She writes a lot about failure. And this quote jumped out at me. She said, if we cannot endure failing and being weak and being seen to fail and to be weak, we are not in a position to love or to be loved. That's something that you could think a lot about, and I don't fully understand all the depths of it. Sister's probably much holier than I am. But if we can't admit that we're sinners, if we can't admit that we've failed God and others, then we're not in a position to love others or to be loved. My own idea of what this might be is threefold. First of all is our consistent belief and practice that we need to somehow earn God's love. That if we're perfect, if we follow the Ten Commandments, then we're going to be good sons and daughters. And that's not the case at all. We do not earn the Lord's love. He loves us for who we are, in fact, in spite of our sin. In reality, as if she said it's correct, we gain the love when we are weak. We open ourselves to be able to do it, that we do not need to earn love. And that myth, that lie that we tell ourselves has to be shattered. It also reaffirms what I talked about a little bit this weekend, if you heard my homily from C.S. Lewis. To love is to be vulnerable. You're going to love someone. You're going to open yourself up to being hurt. But I think you can flip it. To be vulnerable is to love. Otherwise, we have our walls up. There are no cracks. There are no imperfections. There are no places for God's mercy and grace and love to enter in. There's no way for other people's love and mercy to enter in if we have our walls up. They've got to come down for us to receive. And third and finally, if indeed we have experienced love, the Lord's merciful love, then we're more likely to be able to show it to others. And if we haven't experienced it because we're perfect, we don't need it, or we're too hiding because of a shamefulness of our sins, and if we can't give it, we haven't received. And so this is the great paradox of Ash Wednesday, the great paradox of Lent, the great paradox of the spiritual life. In order for us to win the spiritual battle, we have to lose. We have to fail. We have to be conquered in order to create that space 
to allow Jesus to claim the victory in us. Amen.